Welcome to Jets Rewind. This is Marty Shupak. I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. And today is Sunday, October 31st, 2021. Uh, we're recording this at 7.16 p.m. on Sunday, approximately three hours after the Jets had a stunning upset of the Cincinnati Bengals, 34-31. It looks like I might be doing this show solo tonight, which I'm happy and not so happy to do because I'd like to share it with my co-host, uh, Ray Clifford and Ralph Schrager. But to the game, this game was just an incredible game, especially after coming off that horrific loss, the embarrassment to the New England Patriots. Mike White, got the uh, position to be the starting quarterback. And it was his first start ever. And Mike White did everything he could to really capture the Jets fans' imagination. And it was a stunning performance by Mike White. And, you know, sometimes in sports, we watch it. I've been watching it for decades. Whether it's a Drew Bledsoe who gets replaced by Tom Brady, who then goes on to have a career as the greatest all-time quarterback, or a Lou Gehrig who replaces a Wally Pip, or even a Kurt Warner who's packing groceries one week, and then a few weeks later, he's a starting quarterback for the NFL, leading them to eventually to a Super Bowl. So this was just incredible. And it was, um, you, you got to give all the kudos you can to Mike White. The numbers he put up were staggering. And it was just incredible how well he played. If you look at his statistics, he was 37 for 45, 405 yards, three TDs, Two interceptions, and I looks like I'm getting to see Ray Clifford. How you doing, Ray? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm just uh, – I didn't know when <laughs> you were coming on, so I'm doing my opening. Good. But, but Mike White was uh, just beyond expectations. As it turned out, Mike LaFleur, who instead of being on the sidelines, went upstairs, he put together a game plan that uh, my co-host Ray Clifford and I have been calling for 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 the whole season where he mixed things up he put in a couple of gimmick plays he put this quarterback in a position to win and what this quarterback did when the long pass wasn't open he took what the defense gave him and the jets they extended some of these uh short passes one in particular i remember to michael carter where it looked like he was tackled, but he was lying on another Bengal. And for a moment, play stopped. And he got up and went running for an extra seven, eight yards. He showed some grit and some smarts. I wish he showed the same smarts towards the end of the game. He went down. <laughs> he was thought he was going out of bounds. <coughs> but it was just an incredible victory. And I just want to add, too, because I got a um, tweet from Mike Greenberg, who's 
very famous and well-known and a very famous Jet fan. And God bless Mike, who uh, I, I kind of like. I know, I don't know, Ray might not be crazy about him, but I kind of like him. But he tweets at the end of the game that nothing has changed and that uh, Zach Wilson is the future of the Jets. So don't get any ideas that he's not. But I'll, I'll ask you, Ray, right off, and I'll turn it over to you. How does Mike Greenberg know this? I mean, what is he talking about? I mean, if if Mike White, uh, so let's say he takes us on like a nine-game winning streak, you got to be kidding. I mean, I, I like Zach Wilson, but I'm not going to take Zach Wilson out of the game. So, Ray, what's your response to that? And give me your capitalization of the great Jets victory. Well, first, I'd like to say that uh... – I told you last week we should have been starting Mike White all along. I think he's been the best job. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, I didn't see that coming. I'll gladly be wrong every week. But um, as much as I was wrong on this, one, although our defense wasn't any better than I, I thought it would be, we gave up 31 points. But um, first of all, well, as far as Mike Greenberg, remember, he's the same one who said uh, that Trevor Lawrence should just say he's not coming out and stay in college when he thought the Jets were going to have the number one pick. So screw Mike Greenberg as far as I'm concerned. I used to like him, but he's such an idiot that I can't, I can't stand comments like that. But at the same time, you can't just automatically say Mike White's going to start the rest of the season of one game. I mean, teams are going to start game planning for him more and more, but let's face it, as far as a pocket passer goes, he looks way more comfortable than Zach does. And uh, I think that's a lot of what's going on here is that he's comfortable in the pocket in this kind of uh, offense. He got protected pretty well, though. I can't say that Zach's always been that well protected. And maybe that, you know, how guys step up a lot. But even our backups looked like they were doing very well protecting uh, Mike White. But Mike White made some really good throws. Um, even on, you know, the first two drives, he threw picks, but I think he was 11 for 11 before he threw that first pick. He was. Uh, but the defense played well enough to just let us hang around, but they weren't great. But they made some plays when it counted, when it, when it mattered, especially to take the lead. But I think a lot of that was, too, that he kept the defense off the field for stretches of those drives. And so – we made enough stops. Um, I didn't expect them to shut down Cincinnati or Burrow in any way, and they really didn't. But they didn't, you know, they didn't give up 50 like last week, and that was a lot of it too. Uh, Mosley, Mosley makes a difference with the defense. I mean, they, aren't, they weren't great, but they looked different with him on the field. He missed a big tackle, and we could have stopped one drive, I know. I, I don't know about the whole game, but – he missed a tackle on the tight end when he let him basically run through his tackle and keep a drive going. They ended up scoring on, but but the, the difference is him just on the field. He's like a coach, and he's got a and he's uh, he's just somebody who keeps the defense in place. So, but you know, next you know, let's see what Mike White does on Thursday, and and if he plays like that again, you know, he's going to have to. You, you can't take him out. I'll say that much. You can't Jack may or out. may not be the future, but right. you can't take him out as long as Mike White's playing like that. Yeah. You, you have to, what they say is ride 
ride the wave. And I really think this game, it's not going to go down as an all-time game, but it's going to become part of Jets folklore, uh, like that big victory, uh, Ken O'Brien over Dan Marino, maybe even the Monday Monday night comeback. Not as big as the Jets victory over those damn Patriots in the playoffs and the Patriots are pulling out a victory out in LA Ray. You don't know how. <laughs> that was like the greatest, but I will say, you know, it's kind of funny that our two best performances came against two of the best teams, you know, play that were playing it at their best. Right. And we faced them. So I can't say it's because they took us for granted because it didn't, didn't look like they were giving us any, you know, that they had their foot off the gas, especially on offense, 31 points probably should have won it. But Mike White, I, you know, I don't know if Zach in there the way right now that he's been playing that we could have scored 31 with Zach. So, you know, and even if Mike White doesn't pan out and comes crashing back to earth, this break might be a good thing for Sam or Sam for Zach. Right. Uh, the reason I said Sam was I was thinking of that first season of Sam and he, right. he got hurt and he took four games off and he came back and looked like a whole different quarterback by the way sam That's got hurt again i don't know if you know he went out yeah, with i saw him being helped right? off which is a good yeah um but ray you know the defense i'll, I'll tell you it, i don't want to say it was a bend but not break but the fact that they held jamar chase three catches 32 yards he did have one touchdown his oldest reception was nine yards. And I guess, was it Bryce Hall that was on him most of the game or Eccles? Or they switched off? I don't know who. I couldn't I, tell. Whoever I wasn't was, sure. Yeah, they did a good game. You, you saw the depth of that team with weapons. Uh, T. Higgins and Boyd. Boyd was killing us. Boyd was, Boyd was just destroying us. But listen, there, there were some plays and players that came up big and um, – <clears throat> First of all, Jabari Zaniga, he had a sack. It was a yes, he did. Beautiful. Thought sack. I misread that when I saw that. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't get I couldn't get tuned into the game at that point. I looked right. at the update. Right. That said that Zuniga, I was like, is that a misprint? Yeah. Zuniga <laughs> had the sack and um a couple of other plays. Uh, of course, Queen and Williams had a sack on a fourth down, which was a wonderful play. Shaq Lawson had that unbelievable tip and interception. And I've been on his case all year. Who would have thunk it that he makes such a defining play in a game like this? But um, I really believe the biggest play of the game might have gone under the radar. It was on the interception when they were going in for a touchdown. And Elijah Moore, he did a, 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 who's it, B.J. Metcalf for Seattle? DJ Metcalf. Yeah, who who, and the guy. who who caught up to the guy. He did the same thing. And apparently he came a very long way, got him down at the one, and that was the same goal line stance that we held them. So that was an unbelievable play. And talking about um, just for a second, we'll get into the individual players, but um, a, a, just talking about Elijah Moore, he only had six receptions for 67 yards. Ray. To me, it looked like he had like 10 receptions, 12 receptions. It just seems like his receptions were so timely. And um, I, I really believe I was impressed with a lot of players, but I was impressed with Elijah Moore on offense, uh, Michael Carter on offense, um, on defense. Um, look, 
Mosley was terrific. The secondary was good considering the weapons they had. Just to go back to Mike White, two of the passes I was most impressed with, the one, the touchdown pass to Barrios was phenomenal. That was like one of the passes Zach Wilson made, which I love. God bless Barrios. He, he's kind of underrated. He doesn't. But didn't that play. come right after a review where they they yeah. said a touchdown didn't count too? So that was a great. Right. The Keelan call. Yeah. And the other pass, it wasn't anything spectacular, but as the game was going on and Mike White was just throwing basically to the running backs, um, he saw our tight end, um, Tyler Croft, in the seam and he hit him for a touchdown. Those two passes were great. And the reason I like the Tyler Croft, he showed me he has very good vision. Now, he makes some passes, which I think are very dangerous. But when you look at the percentage, I mean, he was just unbelievable. 37 for 45. And that includes a drop touchdown pass by Denzel Mims. And yeah. with the three touchdowns, also he caught the uh, two-point conversion on a Philly special. Yeah. <laughs> which, and I think I said to you, and I, I, I hold to it, unless something happens crazy, he, he's going to be the uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. So, Ray, give me your take on some of the individual plays. Uh, Queen of Williams, um, uh, you mentioned uh, Mosley, uh, Michael Carter. Jamison Crowder had a good game. He had that one fumble. But he had a good game. And I, I just got to tell you, Ray, it's going to be very hard right now for uh, Robert Sala, if he's approached by Joe Douglas uh, tonight, that he's got an offer on the table for Jamerson Crowder or Marcus May. He's not going to want to part with these guys right now after coming off with a win. So let me have your thoughts on some of the individual plays. Well, as far as the trade deadline coming up. I don't think Joe Douglas can afford to go to Salah and let Salah let his emotions affect it. If, if he gets the right offer for Crowder or for uh, uh, anybody else for that matter, that that's uh, on the table, I think he's got to seriously consider it and listen to it. And Salah is going to understand this is, you know, about the future, not about the one game. And, and so as much as I like Crowder, I think, Elijah Moore fits better in his spot and is more dangerous at this point. But I love Crowder. I would hate to see him go, but if we get something good for him, they got to take it. Um, my, one of the guys I thought th that um, didn't uh, had a really good game and you don't really get a lot out of necessarily was Ty Johnson. I thought he had a really good game. Great game. That touchdown run was outstanding, keeping inbounds, and, and he was. And um, and uh, Adoga, I thought was good. He came Adoga in. Adoga for the most part was good. He made a couple of mistakes, but that's okay. You know, Sheldon Rankins, I thought we had a good game. Oh, and by the way, our our offensive line, you know, the, the, what's the name? Hendricks, the guy who got he got a sack and a half, I think. And the one sack was as a result of uh, White held onto the ball, you know, a long time and ran out of guys. And, Right when he went to take off, he ran right into him. It wasn't like Adoga didn't uh, have a, didn't block him well. He had time to get rid of the ball, and then when he went to take off running, he ran. And that that's when uh, Rankins cut to the inside. He got one. And I think his other half sack came 
when uh, when uh, Mike White pulled uh, his Sam Darnold run out of bounds for a four yard oh, sack. You had, you had texted me. That was my first thought. Like, what's he doing? He's losing three yards. And he even he even looked like he was going to throw it away. And then he you know, pulled yeah, it down and were, ran out of bounds. There were a few stupid plays, which we could talk about. We want to don't want to harp on that. That was one of them. And I just wonder, do these guys understand that when you throw it out of bounds, there's absolutely no intentional grounding no matter where you throw it as long as, as it's long as you're out of the pocket and as long as you get it past the line of scrimmage right two things you have to do but he easily could have done he could have thrown it away so many times while he was running there and he i thought he was going to and then he pulled it down and out of bounds whatever the guys the other guys i think who played a good game and i think it was more as a group as the dbs again had a had a solid game i, I, I know I, it, it didn't look like it but bro no. Those guys are really good, but you know you're not going to stop that team for the most part. They've got too many weapons. Um, but I thought they I thought they played a solid game, even though they gave up 31 points. I I didn't see anybody really that I thought, oh God, this guy shouldn't even be on the field. Ray, should we apologize when they called that helmet to helmet at the end of the game on Cincinnati? Uh, one of my my uh, Cincinnati buddies messaged me, congratulations. Even though the refs gave you the game, I'm happy for you. And I said, Hey, the rules are the rules. They, I don't like the rule either, but yeah, you know, we've had it called against us oh my God. several you... times too. So and right. I said, to, I said, to them, they didn't give us the game because you guys still would have had to score. Right. I'm not saying you wouldn't have, but you still would have had to score. So right. it's not like that took the game away. It took the opportunity to either tie or win it away, but it didn't take the, and, and they had a chance to stop us again after that. And did. So, you know, you know, it's kind of like the 54 points we gave up to the, to the pet pets. Uh, you know, you don't want to score. Don't, don't uh, stop us, you know? And, right. Yeah. That, you know, I know what he was saying. The, the jet guy lowered its head. The guy, the announcers nonstop brought it up, but it doesn't matter. That's not how the rule reads. And that's not how they apply it ever. It's always, okay, the guy lowered his head, but you did helmet to helmet. And the, the, for whatever reason, they make it on the defense. So I don't like the rule, but, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, we shouldn't have won the game because they called a rule that I don't like. They, We've had it called against us. Right. Right. I, you know, I get these tweets from people and stuff and <clears> – <throat> What, what am I missing? Because they're saying some people say they can't stand Ashton Davis. Is is he that awful? Or I don't think he's that bad. I don't think he is. I think he just doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough time under his belt because he's been off the field so much that he's you know he's still you know settling into the position. I think he shows that he's got talent. I think I, I like him. I think he's a a hitter. I think. You know, I think if they start using him in different ways, you're going to see more from him. Um, but I, I don't have a problem with him. I don't think he gets burned all the time or anything. I think it's it's something like now, like you said before, I think he's just right now, I think he's still reacting out of, you know, like thinking about it, not just reacting out of, you know. Because By the way, the Saints just beat the Bucks. Oh, they did? Yeah. <laughs> I saw they were ahead. I didn't know if they'd well, hold you on. Know, Winston went out of the game. Yeah, I saw that. Bad bad injury. Yeah. They called the guy for a horse collar, even though he tackled him by I, by the shirt from under his armpit. I don't know how that's you know, we, we've spoken about refing. I gotta tell you, They're not bad. just the NFL, but the college refing 
is so bad, Ray. It's just it's, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. It's inconsistent. That's what's frustrating. If it was consistent, I don't think anybody be as upset because at least you know it's kind of like an umpire in baseball too. Though if, if they're consistent, guys don't right. grow. And that's kind of how they. I wish they were in the pros. I mean, they'll apply it differently for you know Tom Brady than they will for uh, Sam Darnold or for uh, Mike White. And I, I don't like that. Yeah, Ray. Did anything Jared Davis? His first game as a Jet, anything he did uh, turn you off negatively? I thought he was okay. He didn't do anything really I didn't bad. really, you know, hear a lot from him. I'm not saying, you know, he, I, you know, for a first game, he didn't, like you say, he didn't get, I didn't see him get burned. I didn't see him get any horrid penalties or anything. So, no, I don't have a problem. I, I, I'd like to see improvement so that I, you know, kind of like if Zuniga all of a sudden is finding his, his way. I mean, I'd love to hear more from him, you know, but you know, I hope that isn't his one highlight as a Jet. Yeah, Ray, I will make you a night. <laughs> Tom Terrific Brady. He had a rough night. Four TDs, but two interceptions. So that's a rough cool. night for him. Yeah, that should make you feel good. But uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, yeah. The, um, but the Chargers yeah. lost to the Patriots, so it wasn't all good news. No, it wasn't. Um, I was very happy for our coach, Robert Sala. He looked yeah. shell-shocked last week. Uh, I thought that um, he was a, he looked a, very confident in the sideline. I, like, I love his attitude. I hope his attitude could translate to the Jets in a positive manner. Sometimes, you know, you have this all-positive attitude uh, feelings and and it, it, some people say oh you can't treat people like that but I think they're kind of buying in I was amazed Ray that they were down by like 11 points and they came back did you think they were going to come back at the time I mean uh they they no. scored the Bengals 17 to 7 no I I thought I thought when when they went up by 11 I thought well here's the beginning of the end but uh when when they didn't have to settle for a field goal and Ty Johnson got that touchdown, I was really uh, thinking, okay, we're back in the game, but still we had to make a stop. And then I think it was the next series when they intercepted the ball and next thing you know, we're in the lead. And uh, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's when it happened. Uh, right. And what we it was, it was so sudden. I, I was, I just thought, well, we left too much time. What, what were your thoughts on that uh, sweep when Michael Carter could have walked for a first down, but he was so concerned about going out of bounds, he went down early. Did you see Salad? He grabbed his yeah. head. Bro. <laughs> I got, my phone was ringing off the hook. This guy, I, I do some work with, calls and he goes, what's he doing? What's he doing? Even live, I said that. I was just like, because you could tell he went down intentionally. I thought, oh, my God. Yeah, I thought though that he, I, w I didn't think he was worrying about out of bounds because he was still probably three yards from the out of bounds from the sideline. I thought he thought he had the first down and was going down. I can't. Once, once I saw it again, I was like, no, he, you know, you he just it. didn't want a chance going out of bounds. Get Did he go out of bounds on the first down? I, I'm not sure, but I don't. I would. I didn't. Get, I would, I walked yeah. out of the room. I came back. It was second and six. The clock would stopped with like two o four, and they hadn't used a timeout. I was like. Did, who went out of bounds? Right. Or did we right. try a pass or something? It was yeah. second and six, so I knew it wasn't bad. Now, Michael Carter, too, he went out in the first half. 
He came back, so I think he's okay. George Fant went out. Adoga did a very service, serviceable job when he came, replaced him, but I don't know what the deal is with Fant. Uh, well, they said ankle, I believe, but I don't know how bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, um, of course, we were missing Corey Davis this game. Uh, and Mike but, White went out briefly, too. Mike White went out, that's right, and uh, Josh Johnson, uh, he came in. Uh, then, just to go through this quickly, Michael Carter is becoming a force, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, if our line was a little better you know, for run blocking, he'd be killing it. Look at these stats. He rushing, carried the ball 15 times for 77 yards, one touchdown, and receiving nine times for 95 yards. So, really, that's like 172 yards of offense. That's pretty good, you know, for yeah. playing into, into his uh, seventh for game. What our offense, that's probably tripled our offense yeah, for the season. And I had written, I think he's going to break one. Uh, he's close to breaking one. Uh, Jamerson Crowder, eight catches, 84 yards. Ty Johnson, great game. And Ray, I was wrong. You were right. He's been playing great. When he stayed in bounds on that touchdown that they oh. said he was out, that was a wonderful play, an athletic play. So I got it handed to him. It was great. Um, Denzel Mims, two catches, 30 yards. He had a drop which killed me. Keelan Cole, three catches, 25 yards. But Ray, that guy looks good when he's on the field. You know, I really like they all, you know, I, I just, uh, if Mims catches that pass, I'm, I'm all yeah. in on Mims. But yeah. you let it get to his body and you just can't do that. Tyler Croft, two catches, 20 yards against his old team at a touchdown. He was only targeted two times. Uh, Ryan Griffith, one catch for seven yards. Braxton Berrios, two catches for 13 yards, uh, one TD. This guy is like, uh, I don't know if they have something called the 12th player award. It's a guy that is really under the radar that just comes in and does his job, whatever they tell him. You know, he returns kickoffs, he returns uh, punts. The guy is just a great guy to have on the team. I mean, I don't know if you could extend him contract wise. How much do you extend him? A guy like I don't that. know, but you know I, that's why I say I can see us getting rid of Crowder. I can't see us getting rid of Barrios. I would get rid of Barrios and Ray. Somebody's running plays. I, I'm on the top of the screen. He stands out. He not not only does he block, but he maintains his block, which is ter it's a terrific guy to have on the team. I mentioned Mike White, uh, 37, yeah. 45, 405 yards, three TDs. Ray, the two interceptions. I mean. He didn't have touch. That's something. I have so much more confidence in him gaining the touch than I do right now. I'm sorry, Zach Wilson. He just seems like it's not going to be a problem. I know in the second interception, it hit off the helmet of Michael Carter. The first one, I'm not sure what happened with that. He threw it too hard, Ray? I'm not sure. I got to go, you know, like that's before I could get tuned in. Right, so that's right. I didn't get to see – I didn't get to see a replay of it. Um well, they showed one, but it was it was brief, and I, I only caught the end of it. So I didn't think either of them were horrid picks, like he threw it to somebody he, you know, didn't see. No, 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 no. Kind so, of so far, he's fluky. seen the, the, peep, the, the field. And uh, it, um, defense uh, mostly had eight tackles, two assists. Marcus made five tackles. I saw every game Marcus make, makes one bad play. <laughs> he did it this game, yeah. too. Uh, Jared yeah. Davis, three tackles. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, 
two tackles, two assists, one sack, two tackles for loss. Queen and Williams, this guy is, he's a ball player. And if you saw that, look at the replay of that fourth down sack. I mean, he had him by like the shoelaces and wouldn't let go. Yeah. He, 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 this is a good bounce back game. Bryce Hall, two tackles and two assists. And um, that's about it, really. Everyone else had a couple of tackles or whatever. Quincy Williams made a nice play. He had a tackle. Uh, I wrote in my article that I thought Quincy Williams is plays too much out of control, Ray. I mean, he'll make a wow play or a hit once a game. But on other plays, he either overruns it or he gets fooled. If he could learn to control his body, I really think, you know, he, he – Athletically, I mean, is there a better athlete on our defense than that guy? The guy's a phenomenal athlete. Oh, yeah. I mean, he hits like a ton of bricks. It's just like in that uh, Tennessee game, he could have he could have made a pick on the one play, no doubt, if he was just had his head up. And I think that's it. He's he's so zeroed in on making the big hit. I'd I'd rather see him play a little more under control and just tackle the guy if if, if the case is there. I, I I mean, a big hit can turn things around, but you miss and. Yeah, he, he could miss an opportunity to make some other kind of play that also would have changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Matt Amendola hit two field goals. He missed one long one, which is 54 yards. You got to watch those long ones because it shortens the field if he misses it. And that's my concern. He's got the leg for it, but still, yeah, I mean, I know. it's a long kick. To... Yeah. So uh, meanwhile, uh, and again, the defense, they, they, they have incredible weapons on Cincinnati. They did a great job on Chase. And uh, again, Joe Burrow, there's no doubt, this guy is such a great quarterback, really. He's a phenomenal player. The one thing about Mike White, uh, if you had a criticism, it might be that, uh, you know, he threw those short passes a couple of a little hard, but also there were too many tips at the line of scrimmage. Got a lot knocked down, but, you know, that can be – at least his short passes weren't hitting him in the shoelaces. Right, right. So (laughs) – now we move on to the Colts in like four days. So uh, my closing thoughts are that this is like the best time of the year right now for the Jets. They're coming off a stunning win. We don't know which way Mike White will be going. We don't know if he's going to build on this in a positive way, lead us to another victory, or we don't know if he's going to take a step back I'm just going to have an open mind and look, I'm going to go with the guy that's going to win us games. That's my theory. I don't care if it's a first round draft pick, a free agent. I don't even care if it's a LaMichael P. Ryan at quarterback and lead us to victories. That's the guy I'm going to go with. So, um, yeah. we want, to- you know, we just want somebody who keeps us in the game and keeps it, you know, keeps it a game. You yeah. know, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, but, I do know that as good as Mike White looked today, you can't not play him uh, on Thursday. And if he plays good on Thursday, I don't care if Zach's back or not, you can't. I just don't think you can bench somebody if they're playing that well. Now, you know, like I say, you know, who knows if this is just a, you know, a flash in the pan and and he comes crashing back to earth or if he, uh, or if this is, you know, what he, who he is, you know, let's find out. I mean, Let's face it, it it's, he wouldn't be the first guy to come out of nowhere and be a great quarterback. Just ask Kurt Warner. Uh, so it's possible. Am I expecting it? No, but if it keeps going, I'm keep riding him. You, know? you never know. 
So, uh, all right, Ray, we're going to close this out. So it's a great check victory, 34-31 on the back of Mike White, who I'm almost going to give a guarantee will be the offensive player in the week in the A For 400 yards, I don't know who else they would put over him. Three threes, <laughs> and he caught a two-point conversion. Yeah. I mean, one more. So, who else are they going to pick? If they if they pick anybody else, I, to me, it's, it's got to like, be him. It, it has to be him, unless – Somebody throws five Does TDs something. like uh, yeah. tonight or, or, or tomorrow night. So uh, for Ray Clifford, who is in Idaho, and Marty Shupak, I'm in Valley Cottage. Until next time, and uh, remember, Thursday night, the Jets are on, and we'll be on shortly thereafter. <laughs>